us for us. And I, I, I feared because I thought that maybe in four years this is what we'll remember. This is what will be shown to the people who come into Sejep, into universities. This is what happened. You know, it was just a standoff between protesters and police. It lasted a few months and people went back to their uh, little cozy lives. I don't think that's what happened. September the 11th climate. This is a trap. Now we hear some comments and opinions from three activists from Hackney, a deprived London borough, on just how globalisation affects their community. The cuts that have been made by the council, their programme of privatisation of services, selling off of local assets, stuff owned by the community, buildings, etc. It's part, it's part of the bigger picture, really. The driving force behind the council is the Labour government. The Labour government is part and parcel of the groups who are making international agreements about opening up. It's part of globalisation, really. It's about opening up services in Europe. Since the Second World War in Europe here, I don't know if people in North America or South America or wherever know this, but in Europe, working class has been subsidised, basically having like sort of services for elderly people, for sick people, for disabled people, for having like sort of free hospitals in most countries and things like that. And basically they're going to like have private companies take them over and run them for a profit and actually introduce charges for them and that. And that's what's been happening here in Hackney. And also, like, and that's why the council has been wanting to like reduce the wages of their workers and that, so it makes it more attractive for private companies to take over. And this is something that's not just happening in Hackney; it's happening in the whole end of the UK, all over Europe, really, all over Western Europe, um, to make Western Europe more like North America, so that it's like open and competitive for business. So it's all part of the globalisation process, and it's very much part of things that they'll be discussing at the World Economic Forum. So very much we think our struggle is also part of the struggle of maybe people who haven't had these things but we're like fighting the same enemies, you know. And the reason why Hackney is important as well is because we do have this quite long history of the, the working class in Hackney being treated very badly and so the government believes that they can use us as a laboratory, as a social laboratory and if they can grind the people of Hackney into the ground then they can do it anywhere else in the country that they like and uh, we've already seen the beginnings of it, there's a town called Walsall in the Midlands which um, is being forced by the government to do certain things that are rather similar to what's happening here 
I mean, the thing that's um, different maybe about Hackney Not For Sale is that we really want to use direct action as a way to not only have effect on what's happening here, but also to try and inspire others to take action in the community as well. Been involved in office occupations of companies that are involved in the sell-offs, and we've physically tried to stop the auctions of the community buildings and we've um, opened up old nurseries that have been shut down we turned them into community centres and we opened a fake estate agent to try and show people the extent of the sell-offs here in Hackney and also tie it in with gentrification and privatisation and all the other issues and yeah that's I think really our strong point